So I'm going to push it for right here because I forgot to put audio on the screen that has the sponsors and affiliate. So hello, everyone. This is VR Jongled. And then welcome to 2023. And I'm already messing up as 2023. I added one new page. <laughs> and I was supposed to do it last year. It took me two damn months. And then I forgot to add my audio because I got too excited about it. But as you saw that for a split second, we have uh, all of our sponsors. And you saw their link in the description. It also says, please uh, subscribe, like, and comment as well. We need some subscribers. Say that as much as I can because some people come listen and just don't subscribe. So if you like us, subscribe. We're all about VR here. But with our sponsors and our affiliates, we have W Energy. Um, it's one of my favorite energy drinks when it comes to uh, gaming, and especially when I have to drive home after a long day. It keeps me awake so I don't crash and die. Uh, that's very important. And then we have RuckUp VR, who we finally have an affiliate code for uh, starting as of 2023. So they are now in our uh, sponsored section, and I will be getting that link up there in our description after this uh, uh, podcast is done. Check them out. They're all about... Um, uh, pro straps and they also got decals as well then we have our gunstock company as well and yellow hat right here we'll also probably know about them which is olin vr um they are in my opinion one of the best uh gun stocks around you know bias opinion whatever take it um and then lastly we have vr cover if you're looking for uh not that little foamy thing that comes with your vr headset and you want a little bit of flavor and color then go check them out and uh like i said all of the uh, discount codes are in the description. I'm not going to call those all out. But today with us, brand new episode with VR Jungle 2023. First episode, so be proud, Mr. Yellow Hat. We have Yellow Hat <laughs> from um, He Plays Veil, vale, and, and we'll get deeper into that. Um, and then he was also captain of the Pavlov team, and he plays for the team. And why did I just freaking space out and Forget vortex it. vortex thank you i was like i have the image in my head i'm like why can't i not remember it please help me so vortex okay. and then so the biggest thing i want to talk about with vortex and congratulations as well uh yellow hat is going to miami and winning the tournament so um getting into that and then uh, of course i can't forget our lovely co-host uh cuss right over there can't forget about you i was just gonna skip right over you screw you <laughs> they all know who I am how you all doing the day Fantastic, man. I'm happy to, take a happy breath. to be here. You guys here. talk for a second. I'm going to take some water. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I worked and I came home. That is that is my Dude, accomplishments about, for the day. About the same. Came home. Uh, actually played on my Nintendo Switch a little bit. You know, got to vary things up every now and then. But uh, yeah, no, it's been good. Awesome. It's I saw your show. capture this morning. I think it was. Was it this morning? You sent the, uh, the screenshot? I mean, it might have been yesterday. Yesterday? I, so, oh, yeah. So I like, yeah, it was Sunday. I woke up and, you know, I turned on my switch because I was going to play a little bit before I got out of bed. And, you know, I was like training a mod or whatever. And I, I love how this is VR. We're just talking about Pokemon already. Uh, the addiction <laughs> yeah, is real. And so I wake up and I look over and boom, there's a little shiny Meryl. It's like a little water type. And shiny is like really, it's like a cosmetic difference, but it's like one in 4,000 odds. So I just like see it there. I'm like, oh hey how you doing i'm gonna go this catch is my you life now i need yeah. <laughs> that's funny so, that's funny but so, have you ever played uh revomon that's pokemon in vr if you don't know uh i've played a couple a, I, 
thing? Uh, not not yeah. Rathalmud, but I've played a couple different Pokemon projects in VR actually. So is that there was one that's called PokeQuest VR that I played like probably like March of last year, and it was it was done in Unreal Engine, and it was launched for both PC VR, and they got it on the side quest. Yeah. And then uh, I, I had a couple buddies who ran like Pixelmon servers, which are like Minecraft. And then you could theoretically do like Questcraft or like, uh, you know, the like uh, Vivecraft mod and combine the two. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's <laughs> every time. I just don't think we're ever going to get a Pokemon legit unless That's... Nintendo makes a VR headset. That, yeah, that, that'd be a very tough sell. But I mean, hey, if, you know, if Japan starts adopting VR like crazy... Who knows? Uh, yeah, I mean, they got the Pico Neo. They could play around with that. Yeah. Good. Good. So, um, with it being 2023, and then we'll get we'll dive definitely deeper. Um, and I oh. know Cuss will definitely want to talk to you about Vale. Um, and I think other people want to hear about Vale as well. Um, you know, just the tournament and you, what you think the prospects of the game is going to continue to be like uh, going into 2023. But um, have any of you guys noticed the sales for this year? Um, do you think that VR is in a healthy state? Do you think that it kind of is lacking? Um, what's your guys' opinion there? I mean, you've got, of course, next month you've got PSVR 2 coming out, Correct. which, of course, is very huge for the VR scene because it's the first time that, like, one of the major consoles is getting involved in VR, like, mm-hmm. a more serious level, right? You know, PSVR... Like, and PS5s in general just yeah. got a boost in. Um, they say um, they they're no longer backstock. Yeah, they're no longer backstock. So I mean, that could mean a lot. Yeah, and so I feel like at this point you have a lot of devs racing against the clock trying to get their games ready for PSVR two, and you know, I feel like that's that's gonna determine a lot of like the future for VR. Just seeing those numbers alone, like it's it's a hard thing to ignore, right? And then you have they like had the sony event the other night and they confirmed like something like 30 titles or something or you know not yeah. necessarily a release but throughout this year one of those titles being gran turismo 7 which is just like a sony yeah. <laughs> excuse me like flagship title because that's that game has been out since the 90s like that franchise and so uh that'll probably be like the go-to sim racer mm-hmm. for and you know that's like a whole community itself is the sim racing community and yeah you'll probably need like a wheel and everything but still just to have that have vr support right out the gate too on launch is pretty huge and then they've got some of their own exclusive titles which i think look pretty interesting the one that seems to be catching everybody's eye right now is like horizon, horizon. like called yep yeah yep horizon is definitely gonna be a good one i will definitely be getting psvr too um i'm not going to get it on release because i think the hype right now and i think playstation is going to hold true to the games that they have out now like they have a couple other ones there's nothing that's really competitive but i will definitely start looking into it when Vale has their version of the game out for ps uh for the i think it's honestly just going to be an easy one-to-one i think they're just going to people always say that but they're still going to have to go through beta testing good you know, even though the game's still in beta testing, it's not in full in full release yet. Um, but with that, you know, there's, like, games that I want to still see on PlayStation. So, like, Ghost of the Boar, Veil, um, um, Breachers. I think, I think Pav is, like, confirmed. Breachers needs for... to get the Steam VR first. Before... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, you guys are missing one wait. hell of a game. Breachers, 
That's probably the only game I'll probably... This year, I, I was talking to TBG about this, and especially, like, you know, as you know, Yohad, I'm the founder of, of Esports Havoc. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I told him, I go, I'm not doing much with Havoc. I go, I'm probably just going to compete in Breachers and just chill out. <laughs> I was like... I mean, I played the so I played the first test of breachers. I know they've come out with like several updates after, but I like even just the first test. Like, yeah, there is like some issues, but I was very much wowed by it. Like, it's very you polished. Ha- you, you have you, you have your own you have your own casting tool yeah. right off the rip. The tool is great uh, too. Yeah, um, you have you solve the problem of like ghosting in spectator mode. So like a yeah. lot of games, what they do is they just put you in a death room and then you can like watch yeah. it like screen or whatnot, mm-hmm. but like you can fly, you can freely fly around and you can't like ghost comms or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see the game. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. And you can still watch the game and feel like you're a part of it that, and just like, you know, it's got like an economy. So there's that kind of higher level, like additional skill ceiling of like economy management and, there's a bunch of different gadgets and everything. And the thing that's interesting too is that it's not hero based. Like that's you know Yeah, like Rainbow, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like kind of it's CSGO and like Rainbow mixed if it if it was like Because the thing that I've always found with hero shooters, like I played a lot of Apex, I played some Overwatch, right? You you play it at launch, it's like, okay, there's a manageable amount of characters to learn. You take a break for a year, you come back. Oh shit! Like we're at like sixteen characters at Apex when it was eight yeah. at launch, or like we're at like yeah. thirty at Overwatch when it was like you know maybe fifteen, and it's like okay, what happened? How do I learn all these characters? What does this one do? And it makes it very hard to get back into it. So I kind of almost like that it's not mm-hmm. hero based in a way. Yeah, no, I totally agree because like even if you look at uh, Siege now, uh, skill locked as hell, dude. It is. There's Still so locked. many freaking characters. Like I, I can't. I, I, looked at it the other day. I'm just like, what the hell? And then like the good ones. You I have, have I have all the get. characters. I have yeah, all the so characters. many. <laughs> Every single character. It, I mean, like it, it's one thing if they're like all available to you. Like in Overwatch, I'm pretty sure like they are. Like they are not. They not are anymore. So Over Overwatch, you Overwatch now have two. to play. You yeah, whatever. Overwatch two, you have to play <laughs> to get the experience to level up and then get yeah. the characters something weird yeah i mean i definitely think breachers it's not even full release i i plan on having them on the podcast later this year i, I tried to get them on when they came out for beta and they're just like no we're gonna wait and i go i get it i get it i mean you yeah. guys are but you know they're coming from already a successful game you know yeah. um they're, they're a good production hyper dash is successful i think hyper dash definitely still has a future um it, it is pretty much breachers but um it was like their very first baby of Breachers, pretty much. And it's like, yeah. will they continue it on? I mean, a lot of people love that game. I, You know, we have a, a team that plays in that game, and they're very skilled players at it. But um, when you look at that, it's almost like they're creating all these hero shooters without bringing in the actual heroes. And that's, that's a very interesting thing, because you have a game like Siege where they're just like, let's play the game, and here's all your gadgets. doesn't matter who you are. We do limit the gadgets. And then in their other game, it's just like, this is like Overwatch where you have a payload, but, you know, um, but we're going to go ahead and put guns around the map like Halo. Yeah. Mm. I, I haven't I haven't played that much Hyper Dash. I know people that have and, like, played it competitively and everything, and it's, you know, that'd be a game I definitely would be interested in trying out, but also just, like, seeing Breachers and what they've already achieved just in beta and not even, like, released to, like, PC VR yet, mm-hmm. like, that's the other big thing. It's 
isn't it? It's crossplay, right? Or it's going to be crossplay? It will be crossplay, but it, you know they're going with the best model, and, and and I hope people, if they're listening to this, they don't narc on what I'm about to say. They did it the smart way, where they pushed to the majority first. I, I'm so kind of sick and tired where they're just like, we're going to go ahead and push to PC VR first, and then we'll worry about Quest later. And then they have all these problems with trying to push it over to Quest because the the way they built it. It's just like, we already know PC VR is the easiest version to build. You know, the, 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 the standalones for the graphic quality and the gaming and making sure things aren't lagging and everything's aren't breaking, that's the hardest part. Once they get that out of the way, <laughs> yeah. then go ahead. Like I mean, I, yeah, it. and it's. It, I mean, I get it. It's like the the differences, even in just like how everything works under the hood, is crazy. Like even like the so so not even just like you know trying to code your game for just regular gameplay. You got to think of all the controller, all the hardware issues, like, and all the multiplayer stuff too. Like I just learned, yeah. I just learned yesterday that uh, like Pavlov, for example, the PC servers are set to ninety hertz tick rate, and then. The uh, the shack servers are thirty. Oh, only ninety for PC, and you can get up to one forty four on headsets. Wait, you just said. So the the, the server tick rate, yeah, the, the server tick shack, is thirty. It's thirty, and then for PC VR, it's ninety. Now, is that for public base servers or the ones you purchase? Uh, public. So okay. like the Not the standard the ones. Yeah, the purchase ones you can you can actually set the tick rate. Um, yeah. So you could set it to like 120 or whatever you want to do with it, but by default, like the base game ones. Yeah, literally yeah. yesterday, he just said that yeah. Shaq is at 30, and then PC VR is at 90, just because of like all the yeah, internet differences too, shit. right? Because you're playing at, you're playing like you know Wi-Fi versus wired. So, mm. man, that, that's but, that's crazy because I, you know, I I I don't. When I played Pavlov, I never played on the community-based servers because. I just want to, if you play on a competitive level, I mean, one, they have Pavlov League, um, which like is three also, <laughs> yeah, well, the main one I go to is they also, the Shack League, that's probably the, the one The Shack League is the one that I go to, and then another big one, and I was even thinking about buying a server from them, is Pavlov.com, um, or, what is it, I think it's just called, I was just literally on it today, something Pavlov.com, you you guys there's, know there's a there's a bunch of different yeah. ones and a bunch of different server providers but yeah. uh but yeah um and that that PCL community has yeah um so anyways so back to breachers because i feel i feel bad i'm always the type that i could just go in like 50 different directions so <laughs> no it's all good that, that's um, what a podcast is for yeah exactly you go in so, circles until you finally get to the answer exactly so uh but breachers, though, I mean, like even the weapons felt good, right? Like yeah. you know, they uh, the the one of the main rifles, I guess, is like the little mini M4 or whatnot. You know, it kicks up for a few rounds, and then it might go like side to side for a little bit, and then it just starts going like like side to side a lot if you're like spraying a lot. So you can learn the spray pattern, and you can get good at like just you know full autoing and everything. But you can also like burst as well, and like there's an element of skill in that, and. You know, it doesn't necessarily, like, even in games, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, you know, I guess CS spray patterns or CS style spray patterns. Like, I'd still consider, like, Pop 1, there's, like, a huge skill gap in that, even between just, like, the weapon handling, because, you know, a lot of it is one-handed weapon handling or two-weapon. I wish the recoil is more skill-oriented. I'll say say it. None of the VR game 
are skill oriented they're more of like pattern so like i mean that all ars for the most part the one they shoot differently every single one doesn't matter right yeah. so like i i i I would hope for a more predict uh, unpredictability when spray patterns are, are presented in VR to give us a more set well, of technically, realism. if you're talking about virtual reality, they should all have the same pattern as an actual gun, and that's where yeah, that's what I mean. There's yeah. it's an unpredictability of the spray pattern. It's like, it's hard it's hard too because uh, gamers don't like RNG. That's yeah. just... <laughs> but I mean, it's not technically RNG because it'd be a smaller cone. So like instead of how Pavlov does it, um where it's like a, a csgo kind of it's like a hey this is your spray pattern whatever right you're gonna have it's gonna be a straight up and down or but it's gonna either slant to the right center or left depending on how you hold the gun but it's but even then it's like that's like the unpredictability that people don't like because they want to be able to like learn something right like people want to be able to learn like okay well, people want well, some people want ultra realism yeah exactly yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very it's so hard to it's that's, that's why thing. i love hot dog horses hand grenades man <laughs> accurate as hell so, i love it and it's it's hard because uh and going into just like the competitive side of everything like you have so many people different people that want all these different things and you know you look at like veil for example and you just see all the threads of people going back and forth and back and forth mm. like you know v crouch shouldn't be a thing v crouch should be a thing for I accessibility it's a it's an accessibility thing like and mm -hmm. if you want to toggle i got off, bad knees i need the thing you know like, <laughs> like okay so like that that was like a huge argument and it's like okay perhaps if you have like a competitive tick for a server or you know server side options like custom games like call of duty where you could just select all the different options like that's how they used to do it back in the day for the cdl rules um and so you know allow virtual crouch or don't allow it because i mean they didn't yeah. allow virtual crouch at the land so most mm -hmm. of us practiced and we talked using... to tropical about that because yeah. it's like visually it's like you'd rather see people like crouching and drop shotting and like true. getting into the game on the floor versus yeah. just like <laughs> pressing a button and getting crouched it is know? true so... but what if you have someone that's in a wheelchair you know or yeah, our handiest like they need some type of formality yeah. where they have chronic illness or something and they're going to have to find those rules to be like, hey, like this person I mean, will have to do it, or, or are they just not going to let them play, you know? Yeah, it, that's it's, – it's people always a... use uh, the Steam VR overlay tool, and yeah. then they like actually like, you know, they have this, there's a binding that you yeah. can do. Like a, like a player that comes to mind, some people might know him for the Pavlov or the Contractors community. His name is Handy Clapper. Andy Clapper. Yeah, that's yeah. What I was and <laughs> he is – he's a – He's a guy who is like bound to a wheelchair and everything, but still plays VR. And, you know, he's he got people. his own, he's got he his own custom people. setup to where, you know, his settings work so that he can run around and everything like most other people. The only thing that he couldn't necessarily do was reach down and grab guns. But, you know, in some games like Vale, for example, there's the force grab. So he doesn't have to worry about that. He could just reach out, grab, yeah. boom. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. You don't have to fucking bend so, over. Yeah. And for all of us old people, like we're just rejoicing <laughs> since we don't have to bend. Old people uh, my ass. But, <laughs> but still, it's just like, you know, accessibility is always a thing in VR. And that's the other, that's the other tough part. Like, well, before we were even going into the LAN in the first place, it was like, okay, how are they going to set up like a VR LAN? Because when you look at a flat screen LAN, it's like, okay, everybody's computer is the same. Everybody's monitor is the same. You bring your own mouse and keyboard. Boom. Done. Easy. Whereas yeah. VR, it's like, 
you have to decide the headset unless it's like a quest event bring your or bring your own yeah so in this case they made everybody play on valve indexes and they supplied everybody with valve indexes as well as they made everybody and this is for the veil in for did you get to keep it uh no no we did not (laughs) but they did offer them like for sale i think for like a slightly discounted rate which was nice that's fair actually someone's like why do i want this outdated piece of shit hey hey alvin (laughs) nix is still the best right now actually that's that's the the segue let's segue the htc's new standalone (laughs) the vive xr looking pretty nice just saying i see i'm still looking forward to the deckard and it's gonna outbeat oh yeah deckard deckard's gonna outbeat everything everything however there's these new controllers i just saw i need you to go to the guest chat check out these new controllers they're called flip vr uh flip vr controller. i think i saw i think i saw it's on C- it. it's on ces 2023 which is the for those who don't know it's the consumer electronic uh, something it's consumer electronic something it's like a, a giant event and there's the, the there's a there's a tweet there you can hit and you can see that you can literally flip where you know how the steam the steam valve the valve controllers have like the little buttons there you can flip them out of your range and you could use your fucking hands and not have to worry about the controller awesome dude like if if i get a new set of controllers i want one i just want something that i don't get stick drift on like god damn how many how many index controllers have you had to rma i i I have had three left controllers and two rights so here's the thing about that playstation five with their new pro controller just made the best goddamn and like i don't know why this hasn't been a thing forever but if you saw the new playstation 5 controller for the pro one they actually have flippers now people were like why would i want to spend 150 200 on a controller if i had to keep buying these over and over again my first thing was like god damn it i've gone through so many playstation controllers due to stick drift and their new pro controller you can take out the stick module they made it no. for the consumer to be able to take out the stick like why uh, that's the neg- that needs to come like can we i would please? definitely can, buy can a we VR please pro controller just yeah. so, just allow me to take the stick you know the that's why that's so, so if you look at that flip vr right yeah. you have two you have two like modules that look like they can come apart i don't know how easily however comma that looks like it's easily like take apart put back together i'm yeah, just where saying so you have to, where you have to do like freaking brain surgery on any sort of vr controller just to get the just to get the joystick out and get back in and you know you're so risk I'm the really ho- yeah i'm really hopeful for the flip vr controller uh so i'll i'll link it in the um yeah the, chat, the chat yeah um, but the thing is with that as well like man the the, the electronic uh uh cleaner like static cleaner on any stick I've ever had for stick drift, instantly gets rid of it. And I or think just it's just built up dirt and sweat. Yeah, I mean, WD-40 might fuck it up, and it also stinks. But, like, this stuff, you know, is made for electronics, and, you know... Yeah. I, was that I, for the all PS5 controllers, or only the Pro? Only the Pro one. Only the Pro one. Yeah. But... That's beauty. Everyone... <laughs> and that's, like, you know... Like, this is, like, you know, a shitty PlayStation 4 one right here. You know, but like these modules, like you could still take those out, but you have to Xbox literally, Pro controller. You literally, yeah, that's a two hundred dollar controller in your hand. Also, right there. like, like I can, you know, complete custom ability. 
Yeah, and people like even bitched about that one. A lot of people were worried because the flippers, how they can easily fall off and stuff like that. But the the PlayStation Five controller has just as much customability and everything come in and out. But definitely, I, like I was not gonna buy it until I found out that I could take up the stick module. I'm like, okay, you got me sold. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Like if if Steam VR came out with controllers, which I don't know what the Deckard controllers look like, but they're supposed to look similar to the Quest controllers. So. What I'm thinking is that it's going to be another one that you're going to have to RMA. Yeah. I It's not something you can And see, that's with. the thing is they would save so... I feel like they would save so much money as a company. And so much time. Like, yeah. company dollars, time. Dude, if you... Like, the I, I'm 100% going to get those flip controllers because they look like they're going to be really good comfortability-wise and they're not that heavy, supposedly. Yeah. And, so, and, that, and that's the... So, like, kind of, you know on this like i know somebody for example that has gone through like over 12 13 pairs of index <laughs> controllers i'm not kidding especially like especially like uh, the price tag well especially back before like you know a lot of games it was like the movement in the vr games was pushed like, down pushed down pushed down well well it was, it was that oh yeah also first of all if you're a vr dev and you're listening to this please do not make uh click the joystick click your default for sprint Please, you're going to save a lot of joysticks by doing that. Um, and so the other thing is that, you know, a lot there was not there was like no inertia. So you could just wiggle like side to side like crazy. And so people would just like wiggle their joysticks and just, you know, they get stick drift in like two months. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. <laughs> it's it was insane. And so, you know, like people I just who need got- to think I just think they need to upgrade the modules because right now yeah. they're using plastic modules that are easily snappable and you know it doesn't and, and that's the thing is like if VR tech it's gonna take time and like we were saying like you know even the index all these years later like it's still like a good PC VR headset like it's still one of the few that can get up to 144 Hertz at a I say reasonable when you compare it to like uh the not the Pico um the Pimax Pimax right? yeah Pimax yeah um and you know playing 144 hertz as a competitive player is you know butter smooth and you get the best results and especially in a lot of games where fun fact uh to an extent fire rate and recoil ever so slightly get affected by recoil cyclic rate does change in five frames i had to um so for a little while this pc was uh, the one that i'm using now isn't able to run 144 hertz on my uh my index right so mm-hmm. what i had to do i play i had to play at the lowest setting i think it's 80 right Ooh. oh trust me when i got my my new computer back which exploded a whole epic yeah. you know whatever it, it, mm-hmm. i had to go back to this so what i do i unplug everything and i have to go to 120 hertz i can get 120 hertz reliably yeah. and it works I like, mean, for uh, for a it while, changes. Was... I get kills so much easier with higher hertz. Yeah. It's stupid. I mean, I remember like I finally made the swap to 144 hertz. I'm like, like at least in five v five, and I'm like, man, this feels significantly better. And that's why you know, like optimization is definitely really important. And you know, hopefully with a lot of because you know a lot of VR games are made in like Unreal and Unity, but like for the Unreal side, like with a lot of devs trying to make the push to unreal 5 like hopefully a lot of optimization vr is never gonna be right for unreal 5 for another couple it's, years it's <laughs> it's got a little bit and i mean 
yes, like Pav is in it and Vale is trying to go to Unreal Five, but <laughs> I mean, realistically, gonna it. it's it's gonna take no. a while. It is going to take a while. Make Pav the is almost dude. There. Pav make... is almost there though. I can say reliably. Unreal Pav is Unreal there. Five. I think I think Unreal Four is, is very realistic, and why make something that's so new that not even PC game like devs are even making games with Unreal Five? Yeah, it's a beautiful perspective into the future of gaming, correct? But Unreal Four is so stable, and it's been the most used thing in the past. You know, the biggest engine in the world, and it's stable and it's also secure. Unlike Unity, Unity's you know very easily broken into. And it's not very reliable. Um, but when you look at Unreal I don't, 4, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a good tool. It's a good tool. Don't get me wrong. But it, I can hack into anyone's game that use Unity. Yeah, I was going to so. say, isn't Unreal, like, if we're talking, like, I guess because Unreal isn't it also, like, open source, or are we talking about different things here? It is open source, but the security level is way different than Unity than Unreal. Unreal, I think you have to still pay for it. Unity's free. Hmm. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I think Unity is completely free to everybody, and I think Unreal you have to have some type of purchase package. But like, yeah. So the the thing is, like, you like, for example, because Pav has already made the jump into it with their most recent beta, but they took the pass literally. It was a year and two days before they launched like a public beta for Unreal because they were they're on four point two one right now. They wanted to go to 4.27. They released the Shack release candidate in 4.27 back in like June. That hasn't been touched since in terms of 4.27 because they want to do that on five and PC just no update, no nothing, no update. December hits, boom, finally update. We get a beta, yeah. But we get a beta, we're but still, still waiting for a mod away. kit. We're, yeah, because yeah, we're still waiting for a mod kit because the thing, and they did say this, you know, and anybody that knows unreal engine knows that you know you have to swap over everything when i heard it simplifies a lot of things i heard ue5 simplifies a lot of things it is it's just hard of the code in yeah. i wouldn't say hard. what i've heard I, from everybody in the dev is it's not the easiest to play with vr i mean anything when you code in the vr is hard the problem yeah. right the problem right now that pav is facing is steam's implementation of OpenXR is really oh. bad so like custom bindings and everything for example don't work right now they're trying to find and a fix it keeps for that failing. oh bro it keeps failing on me because i don't want to push in my left thumbstick so i change it to the uh the the touchpad i yeah. change it to the touchpad to open bindings. doesn't work and it's broken right now so yeah, it, it, is this still is is dave still the only dev no, no. it's he's got a whole team behind him uh, okay. Before I thought he was the only one that was really making. He was. He was. He he was for a long while, and probably, probably until like twenty twenty. Uh, but they have like a whole team of I think it's like ten or eleven people or something like that. And then they also have like a, they have a um, like an outsource studio, um, as well yeah. that does a lot of stuff. Uh, and they also the, have an anti cheat and other. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, they implemented easy any cheat so i mean yeah yeah and that's another easy. thing vr really needs to work on I, I really hope especially with what scott's making from ghosted war they're making a really crazy anti-cheat that where if you get caught cheating it will literally make your hardware not playable um, so hardware ban hardware ban correct and it's not yeah. just a hardware ban 
he it, it's literally not just your 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 GPU or your CPU whatever your you know what your main thing you're running with. It'll also like ban like certain things that are just like why would you ban it? But it's still like he's doing it just to do it because he can. They'll probably they'll probably IP ban. They'll probably you know hardware ban. For yeah, because yeah, I mean that like it or not, I mean that that is a problem that you see in games mm-hmm. is. And I was having a conversation about this with somebody today. It um because I know. Before they implemented easy anti-cheat, like Pavlov used to, especially in like some of the custom game modes or whatnot, like used to just be riddled with cheaters. Like you'd hop on like Pav Z and somebody be speed hacking, running around, and like you basically. Well, reluctantly, ha- there's people like you and me who's like server moderators, and we yeah. can ban, we can ban them. Well, and we, yeah, which is nice, but it doesn't ban them from the game, so they could just hop into like any yeah. you know random lobby and then just wreak havoc and move on. And I wish so. we could do like uh, how Rust does it. You can upload clips and stuff and to like the the mods or whatever, and they can actually hardware ban them. So in the- so like theoretically, like we uh, I don't think they can hardware ban, but I mean at least from my understanding, like being a mod in the main path Discord is uh like if somebody is legitimately cheating like if you see somebody like speed hacking or whatnot like send a clip get the steam id and you send it to one of the mods we forward it to the devs and then the devs at least have the ability to game ban but even then like you know an ip ban or something like that would be a little bit better Better, yeah. yeah and i think i think uh Especially Vale, and I know Ghost of War, you know, just from the hands. I think Breaches is working on something. You know, the competitive yeah. scene is definitely working on anti-cheats because regardless of what you're doing, you know, when it comes to competitive, when there's people that know that someone's better than you, they're going to find a way to try and, you know. Get one up. Get yeah, one up. Like and, like, screw people. Like, especially with, like, right now with Breachers, they'll do an update and, like, I don't know if people, like, load into a map by themselves, but they'll find freaking wall hacks like within the first hour of the, the most recent update i'm just like like why are you guys even doing this we're still gonna murder you you know it's like you're running out of time you're just b- being a freaking the, nuisance. the the main concern the main concern i feel like is as competitive scenes grow and you know competitive integrity has always been a thing because you know it's all it's hard to enforce stuff like i know especially like back when not even just like on like the cheat side of thing but like you know play spacing has always been a argument and you it you look at pe- me like i'm crazy or people m- that are watching this but you know play spacing is annoying yeah um it's especially when the movement system has like literally i worked with the veil devs and sat in a call for like two hours and show them literally all the broken shit that you can do with play spacing so like they had it so like okay if i hold an m4 i'm moving at like 320 like units a second or whatnot the max movement speed is 470 now if i combine that with my if i combine my joystick movement with my irl movement i could just swing a corner with an m4 if at 470 at like mock, max speed mock jesus <laughs> and there's no no acceleration at all it is just instantaneously i'm like yeah i can fuck with people like crazy and this is gonna not be good for competitive so please fix this yeah. or i try think to contractors be. you could still play contractors you move. still can 100 yeah. percent, you still can because uh, I like I like laying down instantly, so like I have this, you know, I'm training where I yeah. can drop from a full standing to like laying down, no issues whatsoever. Yeah. And doing that while full sprint is kind of funny to watch. You see somebody just fucking drops. Yeah. But it's even just the side to side too, because 
between that and netcode, it's just like you can warp around a corner to somebody before they can even like react to you at all. Yeah, if you're it's going kinda, fast, it's kind of like a cheat, honestly. It's kind of like a speed. What hack. was what was interesting? Funny enough, I was in a deathmatch server and I was at a hundred ping. I was like kind of doing that to people just to like dick around or whatnot. And somebody literally is like, "Is this guy speed hacking? Like you're a speed hacker?" I'm like, "Buddy, I'm literally just like zooming around my room a little bit." And you know, also sprinting around a corner. But I mean, it's it kind of it's, it's kind of scummy, you know, like oh, a hundred percent. I mean, it's <laughs> it's tough because it's like okay, you could just say like, all right, learn the movement, then like just suck it up and learn the movement, which you know, fair play, like whatever. But also like some people can't do it though. The prob the problem, yeah, well, that and the problem is. Uh, it, it always relates back to like balance and stuff. Now, if your game is about movement, like contractors, like you can jump around, you can slide, you can do all this stuff. Yeah. So it's ever so slightly less of a problem in that game versus Pavlov, which it's meant to be ever so slightly slower paced than contractors. And so but a little higher paced than like, uh, what's uh, onward uh, onward. Yeah. Well, onward, you still can do fucking everything, yeah. which <laughs> <laughs> not like, uh, I, I've played some Onward. Like, there's things that I like about it, and uh, it definitely is supposed to be more for like the Milsim crowd and everything. Mm -hmm. It's just I've touched it a little bit, and then I was just like, eh, I'm gonna go back. It to Wasn't for else. me. Too slow. I don't see. I don't mind the I two. Like I like contractors. Love it. I, and ever I, since and their I last Onward. update, last update like, ruined it. Yeah, you think so? I like. You know, Onward's weird. Recoil I like their horrible. Yeah, recoil is horrible. But for what? Contractors? contractors yeah they made a new update where the contractors where there's they've a bullet the jump now and it, 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 it was it was god awful they've updated the recoil like three times within the past year mm. <laughs> yeah I like and they were snipers. always doing it during the league and the funniest thing is, is that they had a team that had like devs in it that had plenty of time probably even testing it to where they're just like okay i know you're in league but uh you guys get like maybe uh three days to figure out this recoil uh good luck versus us this week yeah it's god damn yeah it's a little weird having your own dev team in they got they, they no longer can have people from their dev team i think one of the dev teams even got caught cheating so um allegedly i'm not gonna get i don't want to sue anything allegedly, <laughs> that was that was that was the whole situation and i think people know what i'm talking about but i'm still gonna say allegedly even though you know yeah. that was, maybe that true was or not true but you guys got i did not have dev team and hey uh, and by the way you guys can look it back on the contractors discord and not stop it banning me for live <laughs> God damn. That was that was an interesting situation. I'm not going to speak too much on it, but uh, because that all transpired in Miami, and I, I I saw a lot of the back and forth. I'm like, oh, this is a time. Anyways, bail, bail <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, I mean, but competitive integrity is always going to be a thing with yeah. VRE spirits moving forward. And there's so many extra factors that you have to you know factor in, like just because of you know, the unique movement of VR games as of right now and, you know, everybody's individual setup, right? Like, how do you normalize that? And that was kind of where I was going with the whole how do you plan a land thing? Like, you know, I know that, you know, it was like Facebook Connect had the Onward one in like 2018. And so a lot of notes were taken from that one and applied into this one. Um, and they had, we were on, I think, uh, it was it was i9 12th gen i think and uh 3080s or 3090s 
or something like that. So like we could comfortably play Vale at 120 hertz, which yeah. you know, oh, that's good. So I, I would have loved to play at 144 hertz, but uh, I was not ready for that yet. Well, you also got to think they also had systems that were also going elsewhere. Their bandwidth must have been crazy. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm sure, and you know, they were doing it in a like what, what, in what, an what, art what, museum. Was I got a question for that? By the way, okay. were they still using public servers, or did they bring a server? They brought a server. It okay. was a it, it was a it was essentially a true land. Like yeah. it the the scoreboard reports like the actual connection time to the server and back, which is like sixteen milliseconds or something like that. But everybody was at like sixteen milliseconds, so it essentially was like either the closest thing to or an actual land that you were gonna That's get. That's awesome. Yeah, and the freaking the the the, the light up stuff when people yeah, died that was, were alive. That was brilliant. That was yeah. That was for, especially for that VR. Was, I was, I think that was uh, at she's one of like the higher ups in uh, IVRL, which is the league that uh, pulled all this off. Yeah, uh, that was kind of like his idea there, and you know that like made the viewability even better too. Mm-hmm. And you know you had for the casting experience, you had the de- uh, the live developers working with the Veil team to like actually make a good casting tool because that's always been a problem, right? Like as somebody who's casted a lot of like Pavlov matches, I've had teammates cast Pop One matches. The viewability for VR is always difficult, especially like just making content too. Like, how do you get people to watch VR content and not feel like motion sick? Cause you know, I'm doing a head tilt like that or whatnot. Uh, and so they worked with the live devs to get a really good, like first person camera that works. And like, it looks pretty good and it's watchable. And uh, I think, especially as they kind of continue on, we'll see kind of the evolution of that and it'll make the viewing experience for people that aren't involved in VR a little bit more familiar so that they can understand what's going on. Yeah. Cause right now, like streaming wise for Pavlov, if you don't have good hardware, you have to use the, the actual, like, um, what is it called? The, just the window, like yeah. the full screen. Mm-hmm. And that's on your left eye dominant. Right. So like, and it's yeah. not both just eyes. Eye, so you don't, yeah. you only I mean, get to see like half of the screen. Didn't, pretty much. didn't live make a tool that, uh, enhanced digit, like, unenhanced the jitteriness something like that i mean the live devs have been doing a lot of stuff i'm like i'm pretty sure even like shroud like shouted them out like really yeah saying that like they were like really good for like you know vr content creation and stuff uh which i never seen that played pavlov right he did like years back and then he uh i don't know if he stuck with it he said he liked contractors better honestly way back then which (laughs) yeah uh, which um, is kind of weird as him as a PUBG guy you think he would like Pavlov better yeah I, I it it depends but hey we uh, should get him on breachers if he's a CSGO guy though yeah, right? <laughs> yeah I mean he's he's just kind of all general like FPS guy like he'll literally learn anything because he was he played a lot of Apex like I there was a point where I was grinding Apex with people and I actually like I was up in like plat and diamond early on in like the first ranked season to where we were running into like shroud and skadoodle and like people in t1 and everything just in like the ranked matches and it was insane like they were nuts and i'm like and i'm just like getting into pc gaming in 2019 Uh like which but it was it was so like cool to like run into them in lobbies and whatnot but it's especially like just like for the future of vr like i know a lot of this conversation today is about like the health of vr and getting people involved into vr like of course advocating for it but Mm -hmm. like also you know 
a lot of people like especially competitive people that are like oh i should be able to like pick this up right away the game sense wise like yeah you should be able to pick it up like anybody can hop into a csgo map understand the csgo stuff if they come from a cs background yeah. and you know, understand like Good understand decent. how yeah. the game plays but in terms of the mechanics right like movement aiming reloading reload, yeah basic stuff like reloading like aiming down the sights and figuring out what eye is dominant right i have i've there's a couple of people on my team that you know are right-handed shooters but left eye dominant, eye dominant. <laughs> yeah. yes and i know what that's like it's shit yep, it's 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 tough and one of them just you know aims the gun a little bit more towards the center of their face and the other one learned how to shoot left-handed specifically because of that and that's like a thing Welcome that you the baseball <laughs> and that's a thing that you don't have to think about as much in flat screen gaming because it's all just right there in front of you yeah so there's all these like little extra aspects that combine to like actual hey, skill you but actual skill here's the thing i why don't they just learn to shoot with both eyes because so do your I dominant do. eye no i so shoot with dom- both eyes in vr it's both different eyes. it's different it's different right so your dom i'm a little, little science lesson here for you right so your I- dominant eye whatever it is right yeah it has a better picture it has better depth perception than the other eye right yeah. so i'm a right hand right eye dominant so it's really good so I only have to, you know, aim the correct way for me. So it's going to be butt cheek down on the stock with a, a cheek weld and, you know, have a, you know, a good aim, right? But for those with right hand, left eye dominant, it's not as simple as just move the rifle over because that changes the way your rifle shoots. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know, I know you know, I've been shooting guns all my life. I, real life, I use one eye, right? But I never use not, one no, eye in VR. No, use both eyes. Yeah, you use 100%. I use both eyes in VR. No, and use that... both eyes all the time. Oh, I know you're supposed to, but there's something about real no, life. No, use both eyes all the time. Squint <laughs> this one if you have to. It's for it's for picture. Because yeah. what if somebody is walking to your left and you don't see Maybe them? Maybe I do. Walk? You know, I don't know. Now I think about it. Maybe I do shoot like I do in VR. Because that's, you know, what I, when I, like, you know, what I was learning, like, sniper rifles and stuff in path because you know i wanted to learn everything um you know one of the things that i had to learn was basically how to use the sniper scope like it's just a red dot like it's just a crosshair and keep the other eye open uh and you know that worked wonders because you get to keep the depth of your full death procession and everything in your field of view and then also you get the sight picture as well with your dominant eye Mm -hmm. but you know what if you have somebody put on a VR headset for the first time and they're trying to aim and it's all blurry, they're going to be like, this is blurry. I can't do this. So yeah. a lot of people, right. They don't understand what cheek welds and point shooting and you know what, what this means, right? Like holding up your hands the correct way each time actually changes how much accuracy you give. So like, I don't know if you know what controller stacking is. Um, of course you probably do. A yellow hat you know what controller stacking is so yeah. for the vr controllers right these are the valve index controllers so could for me for controller stacking i make fist and i put this little nub here in my hand and that's my controller stack i use my hand mm-hmm. and so like when you pop up you're you know where your sights are going to be doesn't matter you know you're going to hit them as long as you keep both eyes open and you are targeted correctly you will hit them so i mean not a lot of people understand controller stacking, hand placement, yeah, uh, body positioning. Because bo- 
if you're tilted it, a little bit, you're gonna yeah. like be off or the, balance. Or the, or the, or the people that, or the people that kind of just stand and like either lock their legs or like you know don't have like a, they don't have like a forward stance. You know, they always teach you yeah. with shooting guns like have that forward stance lead into it because mm -hmm. it helps with the recoil and it helps with like you know actually being able to like turn. Like if somebody pops up on your left, like you got to be able to turn instantly. Yeah, but I, I think a lot of it comes with this you know repetition. Especially yeah. when it comes to VR, because you're oh, not going to have everyone that's, that's playing, everything. you know, shooting real guns in real life. But yeah. yeah, I definitely agree. You know, like, but that's where a lot of times when it comes to um, VR, people are saying, "Hey, I like why do some people stream? You guys views things like maybe you should hop in there and, and actually see like how they're actually running, how they're actually uh, moving around." And it's like with me, I don't, I don't know how most of you guys play, but I'm I free roam, so it's like I don't use my left analog stick at all i i turn it off because if i have my analog for my rotating to actually move around if i'm jumping and moving around it actually it, it messes with me so i turn so it you're off. a left-handed weirdo huh you're a left-handed weirdo then i know so i move around with my right yes hand, with your right you're your left, left weird, you're, so no you spin yeah so yeah. no no artificial turn no it's artificial not, I was confused. I was like, Le left-handed? What? That's your movement button. No, no, no. Right, 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 hand, right hand's movement. Is it? Wait, you're, yeah. you're a left-handed weirdo. Yeah. That's what I mean. Wait, I don't know. I, I, don't, I forgot which one. But anyways, the one that rotates you is off. <laughs> yeah, okay. So no, art so no artificial, <laughs> no artificial turn. No artificial honestly, turn for okay. this guy. I can't honest, stand okay. that shit. Okay, so honestly, what's funny is that Thief on my team also does not use artificial turn at all. He turns in real life, and that's... I move too much. So yeah. like I have a I have a decent sized area, but I moved too. I much. mean, even even I me, like I played VR for about like 1,300, 1,400 hours on Snap Turn, and then I finally made the swap to Smooth Turn. I have three K hours, and I only use Smooth I Turn. I guarantee, I have, though, in real life, I will, I will, I will unload bullets quicker than you could turn. No, I will, I will stomp you every no. second. I, I, I might, I might be turning. Like, dude, I am a superhuman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is uh, our my, I have training. <laughs> I have training. Years, years of training. Actual legitimate Me weapons. Me too. Of you I know. I want a major. Spinning. <laughs> I, when, I was, when I was a kid, I used Dad, to do circles all the time. You know, I used to just do circles all the time. So. No, but um, what? And that's the interesting thing of like being at the major was seeing how everybody aimed because like I know like Weird. you know. Well, yeah, because especially because a lot of the players were like from the PATH community, like uh, Vortex, Rekt, Rekt, yeah, and Royal Strive were all pretty much Pavlov background players. Uh, and there was like a contract, a couple contractors players in there, one onward player, and then Cobra Cartel all came from Pop One. Those are the four teams that were involved in the major. And so I know that, like, for example, like, one of the players on Royal Strive, I know that he stacks Vive controllers and Vive wands and does like this. Mm -hmm. Whereas I know that one technique that a couple of my teammates did was stack a Vive controller with an index controller on the left hand and go like that mm -hmm. and controller stack that way. Whereas I just, I, I freehand, right? I just keep the controllers separate. I like freehanding, free but I, I like the maneuverability. maneuverability with the controller it's, stacking it's very comparable to wrist aiming on a mouse versus mm. arm aiming on a mouse right because when i use the scarred path when i use dmrs i have yeah. my arm out but if i'm yeah. using like akm4 and i'm getting ready for close yeah. like 
that's what i controller stack because controller stacking i think at least from friends of mine it's like really good for flicks because you're moving less Mm because you're you know you don't have as much to move around but also like i just i from having shotguns in real life as well um i appreciate just being able to put my hands out and you know this is where my rifle is going to be and it works for pretty much everything and i do controller stack for pistols because you know i don't controller stack for pistols you can have your other no 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 no. (laughs) listen 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 right so you can you can grab with your controller and you could have it at your pocket ready to reload so all you have to do is hold your arm out take your shots whenever you need to reload you literally could just let go reload and then you just grab it again and then you go back it is the quickest way to reload and get your shots off accurately yeah, Deagle, De- I'm I'm okay. I'm not the best. You one-handed Deagle without the recoil messing with you. No, no, no. I'm saying I can... It's it's both hands on, but you don't actually, like, need the second hand for... I got... Yeah, I got. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I one-hand. Easy. Huh. And so when I'm, when I'm actually aiming with the Deagle, like, in real life, you know, I have my arm set, and it's straight through my body. So, like, I know where I'm going to shoot each time. It's this. It's a phenomena that you have to like phenomena. actually get. Yes, that you actually get from like training actual pistols. You have your way. You set your arm, and you know where your aim is gonna be. Like yeah. it, it's kind of like rifles, but there's a certain way you hold it. Like there's a cant. Like you can, you know, some people tilt like this. You know. Yeah. And so like that was you know spoiler. I'm eventually gonna work on an aim guide or something because apparently I can aim. Uh, <laughs> so well, that's that is that it, that is one of the things I'll talk about is like you know experimenting with you know how you hold your controllers because that is very much a different thing and you know people are going to be able to controller stack easier on index versus controller stacking on quest controllers because of those rings at the top mm-hmm. like no nah, you put the controller in the controller that's a thing some people do that I would never it's do that weird. that's it's weird. weird. It works. Some people but you can do it. That's, that's not me. Well, PSVR two is going to be able to control the stack nicely. So is the yeah. new Deckard controller supposedly? Yeah. So, but it's for for those out there that are like trying to figure stuff out, like experiment with all like different types. You know, like either VR st- uh, virtual stock, non virtual stock. I prefer yeah. virtual stock over hundred percent. It it makes everything a little bit steadier and because you don't have the actual weight of the gun it's a lot more like real life yeah it it helps you with your um but still get an olin vr gun stock and give it a try though olin's Olin's a cool guy i want to try one yeah olin's a cool guy actually and uh he i think either just released or is releasing like new index scripts because the original ones uh they weren't they were sticking that's what i heard they it's it's the actual way they it cupped around the the top sensor as well as the bridge mm. like it cupped like that versus like the way he did it now like i tested it at the veil land i'm like dude this is so much better like this this is a w for sure uh i personally don't use a stock but i, I see i see some of the benefits of it depending on the game right mm-hmm. so contract uh, contractors and um onward onward great for yeah. stocks great yeah. for stocks but like pavlov i don't i don't see the need the 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 range the new one he made is gonna be good for breachers yeah yeah the, i would say for breachers because the, yeah, the a lot of the leans and stuff yeah he's also making like a half stock or something like four yeah that's the one i'm talking about this one yeah. i'm talking about now is is specifically for like really quick tight knit i want combat. i want a half stock that's that's so like for me i want a half one. stock so my we just i'm very i'm very much like you know 
I'm very driven by the stock. Like the stock helps me aim and I yeah. set, I set my shoulder properly, you know? And so like doing the, the motions and stuff, you know, it's easy for me, yeah. but it's like, it's not as, I can't like, it's, it's a weird thing that you, you, you want to pull down, but it's like, I don't, I don't have any physical See, sensation and it's like bothering me. <laughs> the one thing about me is just like call of duty in on, on a flat screen pancake game is that I constantly reload like a maniac. As soon as I drop someone, I drop, load a clip, drop, load a clip, and I do it all the time. I never completely wait for a clip to be done because that I have to have a full clip in case there's other So that's called mag, mag rotation? Yeah, and so life. I do the crap out of it, and that's the one thing. If, I can, if, if Olin can find a way to where I can fastly reload and comfortably get back into the stock as quickly as I do it. I, I maybe have to just get him on video one day and just like, look how fast nah, I just reload. <laughs> controller, no, 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 I'm telling you, get a half stock and controller stack or find a way to, to stack your hands yeah. for close quarters. I mean, far shots are going to want to, you know, I rotate my controller actually. So like, it's a, it's a straight arm. I rotate arm. mine too, it's I less have to. It's less tiring. Yeah. It's less tiring and you can hold it there, you know? I just do the same thing for everything. I just hands up like that just freehand and it, it freehand's works. nice it, I depend, love freehand. it depends depends yeah. so yeah. like for I, me i'm used to like the, a c grip uh for holding my rifle so yeah, i'm yeah, used yeah. to like this so you know doing this it's kind of like a, an overhand c grip which i like too but it's not as comfortable as this see this um, is this is the stuff that you could get like the like military people just going on about for forever <laughs> days, in the rb yeah. <laughs> but uh but for me, like I definitely try to keep everything as similar as possible. Like I actually, yeah. so I, I had a friend who like, uh, he won like a pro tube voucher and he actually gave it to me. Cause he's like, I'm not going to use a pro tube anytime soon. I'm like, okay, like I'll get pro one for tube. my, uh, another VR stock. Oh, okay. And, uh, so I actually have the pro tube cups on my quest controllers because the quest controllers by themselves are really small. I have pretty big hands. And I'm like, I need something oh, that feels. That's why I have this for the. I have the. I have this for my uh, my controllers. Little yeah. fucking grip grip enhancers, if you will. Yeah. Just slides on and off. Yeah, and so um, for for my Quest controllers, they feel much more like like I've gotten to the feel much more like my index controllers just in terms of how i'm actually holding it so that when i'm aiming rifles it feels exactly the same whether i'm on Quest or on index because that's going to be the thing is that you know people are eventually going to start like, you know, going between a bunch of different headsets. Even, you know, I've played comp on both index and quest two. And eventually if I get a PS, I want those damn, I want those damn flip VR controllers. I want them. They're not out yet. (laughs) They're in the pre stages. I want them. I can't wait. And they're steam VR compatible. Going to be great. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I, before I get a PSVR two, I have to justify spending like a shit ton of money because on a I PS five have... and yeah. <laughs> it's just twelve hundred bucks. You know, fourteen you know, attacks. Yeah, you know, I, pre- I hope they do a bundle because if they do a bundle and it's like maybe a hundred dollars cheaper, maybe right. Well, that would be it fantastic. Might, it might drive up sales. Might. If they did a PSVR two and a PlayStation bundle for for say a thousand dollars, you know, how many people would probably buy that. A lot. Because you know the norm. What's the normal PS5? Five, six hundred. Well, it depends if you get the disc version or not. So if you get the the digital version, it is four fifty six, and I think the disc version is five fifty six. A hundred dollar difference. Mm-hmm. And then the PC VR is coming in at six hundred dollars. Damn. Yeah, six hundred dollars. One of the most expensive ones uh, for uh, 
for it to be something stuck to a console. But so um, we're up on the hour, so I do want to touch base on one thing. Um, basically, do you guys think that with the trend for 2023 is going towards standalone? You know, we have HTC coming out with their standalone. We have potentially a Quest 3 coming out that will be actually, you know, not for the, for, you know, companies and stuff. It's going to be for competitive play. And then we also have the Deckard and potentially other great things as well. We also have Apple's a headset that will be coming out towards the end of the year going into, I think, 2024, maybe 2023 at Christmas time. But do you think that we're going to a standalone world or do you think there's always going to be a PC VR world? Having started on PC VR, like, you know, that's always been quote unquote, like the, I don't, not prime, uh, the, 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 like the premier experience, so to speak, in terms of like, you know, you get the best graphical fidelity, the best frame rates, yada, yada, yada. Right. If they can bring that, if they but, can, well, bring yeah, what if they make a standalone to, like to, that? If they, can yeah, bring exactly. A but bro, if that happens, 100%, then, 100%. Because uh, people people do. don't like being tied to a wire, like no. you know, especially and with the a... wires break easy. Like it's not, you know. Yeah. All my all I've my... had this wire for a year, and it's starting to all my what me. all my what we call leaning in um, contractors <laughs> has caused me to like definitely Crunch get a lot of wire. yeah get some get some snowflakes in the wire. So uh, needless to say that. It's it's at the point where you have to like unplug it and replug it in, even though I yeah. know that's not like the best. And there's just a kink in the freaking in the actual cording and in the actual uh, the rubber thing. So I definitely think like I think 2023 standalone is, is going to be, be the thing. Yeah, I think I think they're going to start a trend, and I think just competitors are going to have to run with it. But you know, in order to like, have a viable standalone headset attached to your brain. You're going to have to you you know you're gonna to have to think about the fans that they're also gonna to have to put in there for cooling unless they find some way to liquid cool your head and not let it explode and, and blind the shit out of you you know get a radiator. Um, yeah have a radiator but the, the biggest thing is we also have to think of the things that we're also putting near our freaking brain as well um, pocket you know if they can get if they can have well. something at a hundred a hundred and forty hertz and you know just. I mean, I'll like drop. I will drop 3K. I will drop 3K on a standalone Valve Index with, that would. is customizable. Easy. I would do that right now. But I mean, you know, it's, it's not the, as available. I mean, it, it's even just the trend with like uh, flat screen stuff. Like you know, PC is always there and everything, and you have consoles as well. But like, it's so much easier to like have like a Nintendo Switch or to have like a mo- mobile games, like literally phone games. And there's a huge. That's why there's huge of, markets for that right now too. And there's still competitive stuff for mobile gaming. So what's stopping VR from kind of doing the same? And yeah. you know, a lot of these companies are putting like pass through, and they're really. That's why on I think Quest Two has been doing good. I hate the who's behind it, and you know, like yeah, <laughs> the makers. Don't right get me now. started. But we're at the end but, of the show. Don't get me started on this show. At the end of the show. But Quest Quest Two is very um progressive in what it wants to do yes it's not the best quality but you can make it so it is you just plug in the wire i just think they need to step up yeah i mean, I mean we have I mean, 90 I... hertz capability you just it's yeah. a freaking switch all the devs only have to just have to turn it on 
that and like you know you can take it literally any i know people that you know take it to work and like share it with friends or whatnot and like breaks or whatnot or you know i took it home. i only thought to get a quest two for when i deployed and that way i could still play and at the price at the time that I got it of three hundred dollars, like yeah. you could you could see you could see why so many people wound up getting it and why it's literally it's a market. Why it's fifty percent of the Steam VR user base, which yes, it right now is actually two percent of the total Steam users right now have a VR headset. But um I mean the quest two is literally like it was up at like forty eight percent of Steam yeah. VR users use a quest two. So I imagine that if Valve comes out with something that's standalone and is the quality of the index or better, like, you know, graphical fidelity and frame rate, like people are going to swap to that. Like there's no, I might not swap to that. Even if they get that, honestly, like, no, I I don't support their software. Their software is such garbage. (laughs) I can't like, I love steam VR too much to switch to Oculus. So software. I I was talking about Valve. Oh, okay. But you were yeah. saying, yeah, that's fair. I said a Valve, yeah, but uh, uh, no, all no, good. Um, I think like a Quest Three or whatever. Like I, I saw the Quest Pro. I'm like, how are you going to spend fifteen hundred dollars? And I'm like, that's not that's not something I want to do. Like, what what's it? Like the not first thing I usually the worthless. first thing I usually the first thing I usually look for is like refresh rate. If I don't see 144 on there, I'm like, why am I going to get this? 120 is like my my. No, I want 100. Then, I want, I want 100. I want 144. It's buttery smooth. I remember, I remember, I remember making the switch from 60 to see, 100. See, he just went from PC VR graphics to Quest. That, graphics. That's Quest, that's Quest graphics. Oh. <laughs> exactly. That's the... honest to God. That's oh. what it is, right there. Should... As soon as he's talking about it, he goes. There we go. You should see. You hey, should see PC the... VR graphics. We're better. We're back. So, so I'm just saying, you should see the difference in like the graphics for like some of the maps for pavlov like oh my god it's a difference oh absolutely like sand like the sand. the, de- sand. the, de- that's the default sand. that's all we need to say sand yeah. <laughs> it, it looks it looks so good on ue5 version and like you know it's 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 crazy and then even then even in ue4 sand was beautiful it's a pretty good map and you know um but it it's unfortunate because like you know you were uh, you were talking about how, uh, you know, the whole, like, let's focus on PC VR first and then Quest versus you should focus on the majority first and then PC VR, yeah. which it's hard because no matter what, like, sacrifices have to be made in terms of quality. But I think Breachers, like, they really found that, like, happy they're, they're, medium. Yeah, they've got that that drive, whatever it is like, they have. It looks, it looks pretty decent. I'm excited to see how it looks on PC VR whenever that comes out Same. do we do we have a date for that yet or no i know it's soon i, I want know it what, i mean it's got to be it's got to be within the next couple months because i think well i asked them when they're going to release and they just said 2023 they didn't give me an exact date but i know like, i'm guessing the way it's going to be built, within the next month and a half i would i would say it'd be before june I give it two months max. Hey, all I'm saying is whatever VR game has like a solid progression system and like has an incentive to grind. Cause I feel like one thing too, uh, and it's tough because like, I know pop one, they had their ranked ladder and everything and they have like a skin system and whatnot. It's just, it, it for me, like it's definitely, it's too was kiddish it, for me. It, 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 well, it's like Fortnite. It's, I don't even care about the kid or stuff. Like I play fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I don't care. That is a classic 
and you only play it for nostalgia prove me wrong no i enjoy i enjoy the new <laughs> stuff yeah the, the new one's actually pretty good my, my uh one of my younger I'm brothers fun. likes it and he's in his 20s so yeah i i'm i'm six and three or wait what am i i'm i'm like five and three in ranked right now so we're doing good but pokemon um, yeah oh nice yeah. there's ranked in pokemon I didn't it, know there was. There's rank. there's <laughs> the v, there's the VGCs. It's literally hosted by Nintendo Dang. every year. Yeah, and it's worldwide for catching Pokemon. No, no for no, battling. No, for battling. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's Sixth? like a whole. Co- no, yes, there's, no, no, no. Uh, wait. Uh, so there's like a whole competitive format for it that's been going on since like. 2010 and they have like a vgc worlds tournament every year and like regional tournaments all over the world and you placed what oh i didn't place anything i'm just saying oh. I'm, I'm like you know five and three or something like five that and three oh. losses. yeah no gotcha. if i if i was if i, I thought was we like, thought we thought you meant fifth and third yeah i thought place. you meant you were oh. like fifth yeah oh, exactly I, I was about oh, to no, say if I, if I was that i'd be i don't know if i'd be like why the hell are you on this podcast right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah right the yeah. luck yeah. So yeah, no. um, with the hour being up though, is there anything that you want to kind of talk about before we end the podcast? You know, throw uh-huh. out your socials or anything too. It's all in the link in the description, but you can throw them out. Yeah, still. It's, it's down below somewhere. But uh, you know, it's it's cool to like you know talk with everybody in the VR community and like I you know um, I didn't talk a lot about Vortex too much besides like you know winning the Veil Major and everything. But like one of our big goals has always been just to try to you know be leaders in the VR space and try to bring in new people. So um, however doing that via content creation or you know just having events etc. So I think that's definitely something that like we all as VR players that are like experienced just strive towards because you know we talk about all these things of like you know accessibility and stuff like that. And it's really hard for us who have like thousands of hours in VR to take a step back and remember what it was like to first put on a VR headset and like first experience it. And so trying to get people's first experiences to be really good. I think that's a very important thing. Mm -hmm. So competitive or non-competitive, like just make sure that the peeps around you are having a kick-ass time. Yeah, so, I totally agree with that. I'm that kind of, I'm kind of that person, you know, like I, for whenever I'm in VR massive, I do I'm the I'm the guy that makes everybody laugh and I do dumb stuff and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. and, it, and it works half the best part is it works half the time because people are not expecting the dumb stuff. Yeah, because that's the that's the stuff people remember. Like people don't know what to expect when they hop in Pavlov, right? And like all the funny stuff you can do, or like, you know, you hop in pop one and you're like you're in a pregame lobby with everybody, or you know, you pop into contractors and all of a sudden you're blasting people with Star Wars weapons and yeah. like uh it's it's insane just the amount of stuff that you can already do in vr and i think that kind of contributes to the health of it like people always will be like oh vr is dead man vr but like you know there's a lot of good tech rolling out um people are continually improving games and it's exciting to see where it's going yeah i'm excited for breaches that's probably going to be my my grind honestly like if if you know it comes to Steam VR, I'm not gonna say when because you know I, I st- it's happening, but I'm not sure, right? And I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting to come in there, and I'm gonna put you on the opposite team and of co- run of right course. through you. Of course, because it's gonna be my first time playing. <laughs> but once I get it down, I have training, literal training of clearing rooms. And that's when you're gonna start playing. You Good know, luck. you're already on havoc. You know, for Good our mail team, you can just come over to, you know, be on my team on havoc. We'll just run through uh, people like Vortex here. <laughs> yeah no, no, i'm excited I'm yeah excited. and i definitely agree when especially when it comes to 2023 you know 
you get. I, I allow people to at least have one month of noob stomping. Go ahead, wreck those mother truckers like it's like Merry Christmas. Santa Claus isn't real. You're dying in the game, and then after a month, okay, cool, okay. I never noob stop. I don't. I don't like doing it. You know, I have my fun. It, you and know, when I have to, when when we're like, you know, five and zero oh and Pavlov, then I'll start trying. And usually, you know, I carry the team for the most part, but like, I still try to not be as toxic. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's you, that's. You know, you know, don't, don't be I toxic. know. Don't be toxic. We were we were talking about the handy clapper player earlier. Mm-hmm. That dude, not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before that, like whole season when there was like a huge bump in the amount of people playing, he taught I think about four hundred plus people how to defuse the bomb in Pavlov. Dude, that's my that's my favorite thing also like trying to open menu mute yourself like teach him basic controls like there's the a head, tutorial head, but nobody fucking does head it. vector head vector to like your hands oh, yeah, so snap so, so again two two things for vr developers that ever decide to watch this a don't make your don't make your default for sprint uh the the joystick click and then b head vector should be default movement yes Head vector, not this hand. I don't care which way my hands are. I'm not running that way. It's where I'm head looking. As from a from a friend who was just getting into VR, he's like, dude, that changed everything. Like when I was on hand vector, I felt like I was literally drunk. Drunk, drunk, dude. Exactly. That's exactly how it feels. So, so any VR developer wait, that's watching this, I'm hand vector. That's how I play. Yeah, you're drunk. <laughs> you're I'm drunk all the time. God damn it, though. I, I, <laughs> hey, your your uh, your New Year's yeah, resolution was to drink less. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I think that was a great fucking rap point, don't you? Yeah. This yeah. this is a good podcast. A nice meeting you go at. Congratulations yeah. again at the thank Miami Vale you. tournament. Hopefully they do that lane again. It was really good for the for the. They say they the they say they want to. So yeah, know, we'll we keep, see. We'll see when we, next year comes. So we, we well keep, the next uh the next season uh, tournament the season yeah season starts next the next the beginning of next month February February sixth yeah there's so, a lot there's a lot happening next month yeah. for sure between season. even even this month you know the thirtieth yeah. is VRML. So yeah, yeah. Um, really enjoyed having you on. Just like a lot of other ones, we like yeah. to bring people on. Um, you'll definitely, you're welcome back whenever you want to. Either get a hold of us, stay in our in our Discord, and people, as I say, Discord. We do have a new Discord. We're no longer doing things in uh, VR Esports Havoc's Discord. I separated VR Jungle into its own Discord, which is in the link in the description um, for there. And then go check out everything that Yellow ha- has to offer and Vortex yes. as well. His, uh, yeah. Vortex is a his great His personals. Yeah, his yeah. personals. So I, got, so I got my YouTube, my Twitch. Uh, YouTube is just Yellow Hat um, and probably Yellow Hat 07. Uh, I uh, also have tw- stuff too. Yeah, uh, Twitter is Yellow Hat HD. Uh, Twitch is Yellow Hat 07. I need to start streaming more as I need to start making more videos as well. But uh, once I get well, my new computer, I'll stream if with you. you. If you oh. want, uh, if you want more, if you want like guides on like how to use weapons and like deep dive analytics into like weapon stats and stuff, if that, if that's if you're like a numbers person, I feel like you may enjoy my stuff. Awesome. Uh, and then you know, of course, there's uh Vort- at Vortex VRE on Twitter. That's Vortex's main Twitter. Uh, we we are sh- starting to like upload shorts a little bit more too. So we, I think it's Vortex VR over on YouTube. Uh, and then you know, just shout out to all like the Vortex people that stream like Samachi. He's got his Twitch, yeah. and uh, you know, there's other people in the Vortex fam that do that as well. But um. I was gonna say one more thing. I, I, it's of course now I think of something that it just blanks. Um, 
if you ever have any questions on stuff or if you want to get more into the VR esports side of things, I mean, you get a couple of great resources here as well as you can feel free to ask me stuff. Uh, my Discord is always open and I have my own personal Discord as well, awesome. which I can throw that somewhere. Yeah, go um, ahead. Uh, your, so I don't have your, your Twitch or your Discord. So give me both of those see. and I'll put it in the description. Uh, message me in the uh, the team the one that we chat. have. The, yeah, okay. the guest chat. The guest chat that I yeah, just created. Yeah, we'll, we'll do because I'm definitely trying to do like more events just to get more awesome. people involved on that side of things. So, but again, any questions that anybody watching this has for me, feel free to ask. I'm more than happy to chit chat and answer stuff. But uh, it's been a pleasure again for sure. Yeah. Pleasure. Yes, yeah. of course. So, and just to end this, uh, go check out all of our sponsors and affiliates and go check out Cuss's stuff as well. Um, yeah. He is one hell of a player over in the the, uh, the esports scene as well. Hopefully, you know he's uh, plans I'm on making Havoc's uh, bail team. Um, so hopefully, when they ramp up more on competitive play, we'll go there. Um, but for next week, we'll, we'll be um, back on schedule every week again. We just had you know just with the holidays and everything was kind of a mess that we just took. I said, hey, let's just take a couple weeks off, just like a little vacation, family break, and everything. Um, but next week we do have a guest and it's kind of funny as I'm about to talk about him. He is, uh, one of the last people in the comments right now, which is red coin co. Um, he is a game developer and, um, in June he published his very first game. So before we have him on, uh, go ahead and check out that game. It's called shadow of Colossus VR and uh, we'll bring him on and uh, talk about that and just everything about VR and, and, and yes. what's going to be great of uh, 2023. So um, be there. Thank you, everybody, for watching. East, Monday, everyone, thanks for watching. Go like, subscribe. Yellow hat, always a pleasure. Stay here for a second while I close everything out. We'll say bye to each other in private stuff. Always got a yellow hat. Oh, he just now brings out the damn yellow hat. <laughs> Last show, show, he brings out the I have a Spartan hat. helmet, but my Spartan helmet's not You keep right it now. away. Bring it out next episode. Everyone, wave at the cameras. Thanks for coming. See, See you next Monday.